Peace, peace, everybody here. Today we will be speaking with Dr. Kia Pruitt. We're going to be speaking about the return of the gold standard. Very interesting topic. Something that I'm sure um, you will want to share with your family and friends. This is going to be a powerful interview. I already know. Um, but before we get started, I just want to say this video represents the views of the presenters and or our guests, and it's based off of our own personal research and life experiences. Just wanted to put that out there. Also, first and foremost, we always rise giving the highest praise to the Most High. For us, we say our Father God Allah, but you know the Most High, the Creator. We give honors to our Divine Prophet, Noble Ali. Honors to the forerunner to the prophet, and we also extend honors to every every light bringer out there, regardless of your um, ethnic background, creed, whatever. Just honors to all the light bringers out there. And um, as I said, we're going to go ahead and get started today. It's going to be great speaking with Dr. Pruitt, and I just want to say good evening, everybody. You're listening to the True and Living Light Bringer, Moors in America. As always, I'm your brother Lloyd Douglas L, also known as Sharif Ali. And here we are uncovering and bringing glorious light to all issues pertinent to the Moorish American paradigm, because this is a Moorish American podcast, but I think this information extends even beyond just one paradigm. This goes out to the entire world. So that's what we do here. I mean, we, we shine light on issues that may or may not be getting covered in the mainstream media, because if we don't do it, who else is going to do it? So hopefully everybody's having a great evening. If you wouldn't mind, please share this broadcast on your favorite social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you're on, YouTube. Make sure you share this, and when we come back, we're going to expand further on this topic. So everybody hit that like and share button, and um, you don't want to miss it. Relax, grab some popcorn, share this. In other words, grab a friend, and here we go. Don't go anywhere. My words become things, all hell the king, now I got him walking on water. Covered in the blood of the Christ, a rubber glove and a knife. Prophet Muhammad came to restore the order. Spectators sit back and watch, slave ships pull off the dock. Demigods round up the flock, time running short, got a race against the hands of the clock. 2020 something, pull it off the lot, posted on any block. You say a henny shot, for a libation for the fallen, it's been a lot of death. Theft, right over left, heart of a line, line right under my chest. That's a godlike, prolific, godlike, God -like. money longer than sloth and have the flock type. Meditation, slap boxing with Satan. Cracking the yeah, they say they want this more science, so I'ma give it to them. Islamism, no illusions when I'm interviewing. Know what I'm doing, no confusion, I ain't in the corner. I'm in the moving units, I hit starting revolutions. In love with shooters, making masterminds out the units. I got a booming, I hit zooming on the plane of soul. I tell them, take me to the grove, they like this line mode. I'm letting them know this not a show, this all systems go. It's two cells, one man, both high and low. I'm so spiritual, the indigo feel the vibe. I'm so lyrical, a miracle that I survive. It's still my five to the four, I can see him coming. Plus my angel got the angle with the engine running. It's all justice, freedom, peace, truth, and love. Uh-huh. 
wings spread wide, coming through angelic. Frankincense and myrrh be the essence, you can smell it. Rocking different colored stones, niggas think I'm psychedelic. Asiatics can never be gods, let them tell it. Cosmetically groomed, suede blazer with suede shoes. Smooth, don't have to prove that I pay dues. My track record speaks for itself, you hear the language, the dignity you see me with now. Came in the game with, I hang with Imperial nobles, wine, Kenobis. Light bodies, etherically mobile, spiritual OGs. Riding around All right, hopefully everyone has clicked that like and share button. If not, make sure you do so now and we are getting started. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. Hey, five on the right, two on the left, man. You know what time it is. Yo. We just moors in America, soared through the shores and endured criminal acts of war on our character. Seven years after the fourth score, no reward. Shout out to the most courageous. They was jumping over barriers. Where does that compare to you? We come from a place where you scared to visit our area. We come from a place where it's scary for good Samaritans. Heavy luggage we carrying. Babies having babies. It's crazy being American. Praise the one and only Allah. There's no comparison. La ilaha. Ila Allah, body and very gin Laughing at you clowns like ha ha Dodging a Nephilim Conquer lower self with a high Follow your regimen Way before they came we were gods And now we specimen Tried to take the light from our eyes Thank God for Edison Then they put the wool on our eyes It's so embarrassing Now we travel frequently We should invest in Sheraton All of us got gold on our bodies Whenever we stepping in Screaming Ramadan, Mubarak Training the flesh again Wishing we could move as a unit just like the Mexicans, dodging all the foods with estrogen, synthetic medicines, all sin is in devilish. Sometimes the decisions that you make come for a better gift. Sometimes when you sin is to relate to all your brethren. Heavenly gates all in our face, we the champions. We live in the sky, we see the angels on the chariots. Waiting on the $20 bill, face a Harriet. I bet you I'ma carry it. I'm in love with music to the point I wanna marry it. But my love for people is greater, so I write messages. Largest spending power, but we still sit at a deficit Living amongst prejudice, even at our residence Moors in America, flourishing, excellent Let's buy up some neighborhoods and groom our own president Yeah And I come to you today With all intentions of spreading Love Truth Freedom and justice.
All right, peace, everybody. We just want to um, send some love out to everybody present here right now. It is uh, my pleasure to introduce Sister uh, Dr. Kia Pruitt onto our show. Um, want to before the sister comes on, just want to tell everybody to make sure to go over to her channel. You see the channel up on the screen. Let me move this out the way. So um, you see the name. Just look up Dr. Kia Pruitt. And if you're not already subscribed, make sure you go over there and subscribe. Also, just want to share something with you. Um, we actually um, met this sister years ago, or I guess you say e-meet, like when you meet someone online. We met her years ago, years ago, and um, we purchased this book from her. You see, um, it's on Amazon. It says, become the person you wish to attract. So this sister is an author as well. And this book is great. It's like right up our alley. When I say army, me and my Moabite, it's like we're on the power of the mind, hardcore. It's how we're able to empower ourselves and become prosperous in our lives and create a great life for our family. And this is right in, you know, right in alignment with um, where we're at. And so I advise everybody also to check out this book. The link is in the description. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and also go and check out the book. Um, you see she has it on Kindle, too. If you have um, Kindle, you can play it out loud. So, you you know, you don't even have to read it. But um, also you can get a physical copy. So make sure you go and check out the links for the YouTube channel. It's in the description and also the Amazon, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the book on Amazon, Become the Person You Wish to Attract. Great book, powerful info that's being shared in there. Just wanted to share that with you. And let's go ahead and bring the sister on right now. All right. Peace and love, sister. How you doing? Peace. I'm fabulous. I'm happy and honored to be here. All right. It's it's our pleasure to have you on the show. Now, yeah. um, I'm subscribed to your YouTube channel. So I see a, a lot of the videos that you put out. And um, I think, you know, it's great information. I think it's really good that um, the information that you're sharing, like it's not all negative. Um, a lot of times um, you, there's a lot of people already on YouTube that are just like sharing all types of information yeah. and it's all negative. It's all like about how terrible and horrible the future is. <laughs> and one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that we create with our mind, you That's know, true. and maybe some of the information that's being put out is so that we can be manipulated to bring about a future that somebody else wants for us, <laughs> you know, that's not in our favor, you know? So I, I love what you're doing. And, um, you know, one of the recent videos that you um, put out was speaking about the return to the gold standard. And I'd yeah. love to speak with you about that topic. Um, what, um, how long have you um, been on this path as far as the book that you put out, some of the information that you're putting out um, about the power of the mind and things of that nature? Like what led you to this path? Somebody yeah. said truth in the chat. So what led you to the path of speaking the truth or speaking your truth? Uh, well, I would say, you know, it started out in my younger years. Just I was a preacher in a church. Right. And when you're a preacher, you have to speak the unadulterated truth as you know it. So I've been doing research and then being a student of higher education, getting my degrees. I learned to research in depth. Um, but in terms of talking about attraction, I just had an experience about 2010 uh, where I was speaking to somebody and, they, and he just said, you need to write a book about this. And that's what led me to write that you, uh, you can attract, become the person that you wish to attract. Because 
you know, if like attract likes, then that means you need to actually be what it is that you want to manifest in, in your life. So that's what got me to write the book. But uh, in terms of just being a high vibrational person and sharing that with the world, I would say that I was born to be joyous. You know, like I, God just allowed me to see the positive in things. Um, but then I had an experience uh, in my young preaching days when my pastor asked me, what is your purpose? And although, you know, I don't follow the church per se now, but a lot of things that we still live that we learn from the church. And he said to me, what is your purpose? And emphatically, I said to him, my purpose is to liberate humanity. So after I said that, and even before that, I started having dreams and visions and most recently, or I would say when I got to my platform and started speaking, I had a dream of beings that had come to me from other realms. And they told me to give the message that I'm giving. And they told me that the new world order and all the things that had been orchestrated to cause our demise was something that they were prohibiting and they were stopping. Now, these beings were heavily melanated. They had locks. Their head, their hair was wrapped up in white uh, headdresses and they had on all white clothes and they looked like me. <laughs> and they told, oh, oh, I'm getting chills. And they told me that all the things that were supposed to cause your demise, we are assisting and um, halting that. So stop worrying. And that was in like 27, 2016 or 2017. So they said, stop worrying. What we need for you to do is raise your vibrations and raise the vibrations of the planet because we take your energy and we use that energy. We harness it and we use it to liberate you. So it's actually your energy that's liberating the planet and we are here to assist you. So then I asked them, why do you look like me? And the lady who was the leader of the group said to me, because I am you. And what I came to understand over time is that we have, they say anyway, ourself living in multiple dimensions at the same time. So I was speaking to another version of me yeah. <laughs> or future me or my higher self that had actually come to visit me. And I couldn't tell. It was so real. I couldn't tell if it was a dream or a vision. Um, if I could get you to pause right there and not sure. lose your train of thought. Yes. But anybody, if that sounds like a lot, you know, to take in, that there's other versions of you. Um, I suggest meditating and, and focusing on opening your third eye and mm -hmm. you might actually experience what that feels like. And it can be a mind blowing experience, but it's very real. So what she's saying is is very real. Yeah, It's realer than everything we're experiencing in our everyday life. And um, please, please, sister, I, I yield the floor. Oh, no, no, no. So that's what got me on my journey. Like I was always a joyous person and I could see joy in things. And as a preacher, while everybody was preaching, you're going to hell. I was preaching that Christ came to give you life and that more abundantly. And I was preaching, get your finances in order, get your marriage in order, get your house in order, uh, heal from your traumas because Christ had come that you have life and that more abundantly. So that's who I am. And even as a young child, actually, my mom brought us up in Islam, in the nation of Islam. So 
all the negative stuff that they said about the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, Noble Drew Ali, we didn't hear that negative stuff. We heard eat to live, be disciplined, men lead, women support your husband, children obey, be the highest version of yourself. So that's what I grew up. That, that was my reality. And so as an adult, it's become my great pleasure to share those same principles, to lift the vibrations of the planet and cause people to live their maximum potential and reach their highest self. And that's it. Wow, that's powerful, sister. That's definitely powerful. And um, when when were you, um, like what time frame, like were you sharing this type of message, like in the church? Um, uh, since I was 15. Wow. Because like we, we see more, um, churches or more, more, um, ministers teaching this type of message now than maybe we would have seen like 15, 20 years ago. Yes. Right. So, mm -hmm. I think I was in the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there might've been a lot of pushback depending on how far back we go, but now the, you know, the message is starting to be more receptive. So, you know, everybody who was doing the work in the past, it did. It wasn't in vain. It was helping to lift up the vibrations to get to the point where we're at now. So definitely want to thank you for putting in that work. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Everybody. Yeah. Yes, definitely. So um, moving on, um, I did want to ask some questions because, okay. as I said before, check out um, we do watch the YouTube page. And once again, everybody, make sure you go to YouTube and subscribe. Um, there were some videos um, recently. You've been talking about the gold standard. Yes. And I would like to um, just to ask you, just in general, what mm -hmm. made you um, start to make videos speaking about the return to the gold standard? Uh, a couple of things. I have a son who's an economist. Mm -hmm. And when he was in college, he would talk about gold. And he would say, Mom, the first thing you do is you buy a house. And then you, you grow your own food and then you buy gold and silver. And, you know, I was like, oh, OK, son, that's 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 really good information. You know, so it was in the back of my mind. And this was in the 2000s, like 2010 ish, 2011. Um, and so he said, Mom, remember, your great grandfather actually had bequeathed to you all. Is that the proper word? Uh, precious metals. My great grandfather, who was from Colombia, he had precious metals that he had saved for his great grandchildren. Um, and I remember I remember what it feels like to have silver and gold in your hand. And so when my son was talking about uh, silver and gold, it kind of spurred my my thinking. Um, but, you know, unfortunately, my mom didn't understand the value. So she gave it to the temple, you know, because they she. She thought it was just, you know, just, I don't know. I don't know what she thought it was, a relic or something. So she gave it away uh, to the temple because they would teach, you know, give what you can, what you have. And so she gave away all our silver and gold. But when my son started talking to, start talking to me about silver and gold, it just, it, 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 it did something to me. But I kind of stored that in the back of my mind. And I told him, thank you for reminding me of the stories I shared him, you know, about my great grandfather who had left this. And then when Donald Trump became president in 2016, I started following him and listening intently to what he said rather than listen to 
mainstream media. And I heard him speak about gold and silver actually in many of his rallies and his speeches and encoded messages as well. So this was 2016. I started to remember what my son told me in 2010. And I thought back, wow, in the 70s, great grandfather left me silver and gold. There's a reason why the creator has me to keep thinking about the silver and gold. And so in 2017, I took to 2016, 2017, I took to my Facebook page and actually started talking about it. And they told me, you need to get this message out to a broader audience. So that's when I started my YouTube channel. All right. Wow. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. And um, what you were saying about Trump, like I remember um, a few years ago, um, one of the Rothschilds had sent out a tweet. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to pull it up. It's, okay. it's one of the younger Rothschilds. He sent out a tweet and um, he was criticizing Trump heavily. And I believe it's because Trump was actively working to dismantle the Federal Reserve. Yes. Right. Yes. And so he's he's he took to Twitter, you know, to to criticize him. And I had shared that because, you know, for the most part, it's like anything that these Rothschilds, that these types of, um, you know, demons are, are <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say that, but these types of people were criticizing, right? Yeah. It's like they must be doing something right because, um, you know, I mean, everyone else they just hear the, you know, the criticism, mm-hmm. the stuff. They all along with whatever the 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 media is pumping. You know that you you need to um, hate Trump and all this, but I mean, yes. come on, like uh, David Rothschild. I think I found it. Okay, David Rothschild. Is is here? It is okay. Yeah, you could see this for yourself. Uh, yeah, Rothschild said Trump is the president of the U.S. He does not need to beg and cajole companies to do something using Twitter. Uh, this this isn't as bad. He he just says he's effing pathetic. Okay, but he has something is like worse than that. I think he was calling him, you know, an idiot or something. And it was like right after he had um kind of announced. I guess you could say kind of in code that he was going after the Fed mm. and they, they were all scrambling. Yes. Like, like, you I know, know, they were all backstepping and scrambling and trying to see what they could do to stop him. And so they're publicly going at him, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and that like, I think that should have let a lot of people know that, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, there's more to Trump than what meets the eye, you know, mm-hmm. and definitely than what you're being told in the um in the media in the mainstream media because they're they're not going to cover that side right no not at all all right and so um now speaking about the return to the gold standard so um most people nowadays don't have precious metals Mm -hmm. especially silver and gold like people used to have coins like like you were saying with your grandfather or great-grandfather used to have coins maybe even bars but not anymore and what do you think the reason is for that? Um, so the CEO of Miles Franklin Precious Metals Company is uh, his name is um, Andy Sheckman. And what Andy Sheckman told us was other than the fact that they, you know, convinced us to sell all of our or to give all of our gold and silver away for the exchange of paper dollars, uh, what made what made the USD the reserve currency of the world was that we had an agreement with Saudi Arabia that you give us oil and we'll protect your country. 
And then we'll force everybody else to trade with the USD or the US dollar. So that in alignment with the president taking us off the gold standard and telling people that, you know, that the dollar was a certificate for your gold, you give them the gold, they'll give you a certificate, which is really, a you know, an IOU. I think that people just bought into it and just went along with the program. So, you know, when you go along with the program, you're indoctrinated through the TV, mainstream media, um, education, schools, and all that. When you're a part of a society and you go along with the program, they will take your wealth away from you. So I think that over time, it just kind of happened slowly. And then it got to the point where the world wasn't using gold anymore. Mm -hmm. So everyday people and families weren't using gold or silver anymore. And we just started using paper dollars or fiat, which is backed by nothing. Yeah, literally, it's it's backed just by our faith in that dollar, you know, and that it's it's crazy that the people accepted that, you know, yes. they just yeah. wholeheartedly accepted it. And, um, you know, that 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 could be a whole different conversation, how it got to that point. But um, just going back to this, like with the gold standard, you now you mentioned in the video, the U.S. dollar. And the USN or the USD and the USN. Yes. Can you um, um, embellish on that? Okay. the The US versus the USN. USD. Um, yeah. So what what is the difference between the US dollar and the US note? Okay. The USD, of course, they call fiat, and that's just paper money. Uh, or it's currency, actually. There's a difference between currency and money. Currency is a medium of exchange, but it's not backed by anything. Money, according to the United, the Constitution for the United States, is defined as a fixed weight in silver. Um, and also money is defined by silver and gold. And um, what we see now is the printing or making up of the United States notes or the USN. And that is the currency or money that is actually backed by gold that will be in circulation as, as soon as it's officially announced that we are on the gold standard, which I believe that we are on the gold standard. If you ask me why, I'll tell you, but I, I don't believe it. I know that we are on the gold standard. So we're waiting for that official announcement. And what will happen is you'll be able to trade in your fiat dollars, the, the paper money that you have or currency and trade it one-to-one -one with the USN, which is backed by gold. So everybody will be okay, you know, whether you have gold or silver now, but I recommend if you can afford it or if it's in your budget to buy silver or invest in silver and gold as you can. Okay. So what, um, what led you to believe that we're, we're now like, um, that the U.S. dollar and or that um, that it's being traded or that it's tradable for U.S. notes. Uh, a couple of things. So in 2011, Apmex, which is a precious precious metals company, actually uh, rented or leased space from Donald Trump from his tower in New York, and he said then in 2011, and I didn't find that article to 2016 that this is just an indication of what's happening to the dollar that is losing its value. And, and he said, this has never happened before. So he, they gave him three 32 ounces of uh, bars of silver, uh, gold, excuse me, to lease from him. And he said, this has never happened before, but this is an indication of what's going to happen in the future. So when I found that article in 2016, I said, okay, this, this is uh, important for me to know. And so I followed him and saw him 
recommend Dr. Judy Shelton to the United, to the Fed, I'm sorry, to be over the Federal Reserve. And I looked into her because she's a woman, she has a doctorate, you know, so I'm like, let me see what she's talking about. Yeah. The reason he recommended her is because she is a strong proponent of gold. And she had been saying, as well as some other people, that gold destroys the Fed. So I saw him recommend her to be over the Federal Reserve. And then I saw him put the duties of the Federal Reserve underneath the U.S. Treasury Department. And the reason why he did that is because according to the Constitution for the United States or our republic, which is ours, by the way, our us, the Moors, our republic, our government, according to our the Constitution for the United States, the only entity that may deal with precious metals or money, period, is the United States Treasury Department. So when I saw him take the duties of the Federal Reserve, which is not federal, it's just a corporate entity run by 12 families or 12 bloodline families, uh, I knew he was dismantling and destroying the Federal Reserve. And I saw that he was uh, looking ahead and taking us to the gold standard. And then in 2018, Zimbabwe made an announcement that they were working with China to mine their gold. Now, I had been traveling to Ghana and my sons had traveled to different parts of Africa. And what you will find when you travel to Africa is that China has a vested interest in mining gold in Africa. So I looked, I saw this book called Africa, uh, China's Newest Continent. And so all these things, this was happening in 2016, 2017, just I, I said something is going on here. Zimbabwe is working with China. Then not too long after that, you had the Black Panther movie come out. And what I came to understand and overstand is that deleted scene where they talked about using, was it vibranium to liberate the planet was coded messages yes. for Zimbabwe using their gold to liberate the planet. So I'm going to just give me one more minute. So then we saw Russia in 2018 also talk about leaving the U, leaving USD and going to gold. But everybody didn't see that. I saw it. I reported it on it in my Facebook page, in my social media. People said I was crazy. I said, OK, I'm going to keep this article you know, for a specific time because I knew I was going to use that article again. Fast forward to 2021, that same article came out and it was published to one of the, um, I think Bloomberg or something, but nobody saw it. Most people didn't see it. Then fast forward to 2022. What happened? Russia goes over to the ukulele or that country that we can't say and tries to take it back and put it underneath their uh, territory because that's what they should have done. And so in order to sanction them, or to punish them, uh, 46, number 46, the president of the corporation sanctioned Russia. And so Russia clapped back, as we say in the hood, clapped back on them and said, I don't care if you put sanctions on me, I'm going to go to the gold standard. So when Russia went to the gold standard, that same article that was printed in 2018 circulated in 2022. So I was able to take to my social media platform and say, look, guys, this is the same article. And I showed them 2018, 2021 and 2022. They had made that announcement. So once Russia left the USD and went to the gold standard, they led the BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, 
India, China, South Africa to leave the USD, the dollar, and go to the gold standard. Now, after they did that, Saudi Arabia said, we're going to join the BRICS nations. And there was some buzz behind the scenes that BRICS would be called Sal BRICS, the union. It was very important when Saudi Arabia left the United States dollar and went to the gold standard and joined the BRICS nations. Because remember, what made the USD or the United States dollar, the world reserve currency was our agreement with Saudi Arabia. You give us the oil, we'll protect you. Somebody said petrodollar, yes. We'll protect you and we'll force all the world to um, use the USD or the petrodollar. When Saudi Arabia left, then everybody else followed. Then you had Iran, Iraq, Malaysia, Indonesia, Turkey, Egypt, and all these countries either join BRICS or apply to join. So by the time they told everybody that they're applying to join, they had already joined. Then you come up with Project Sandman. For years, I've been preaching 209 countries behind the scenes and their dynasties, including the Moore dynasty, agreed to return to the gold standard. But I didn't have a name for it. Well, it's called Project Sandman. You can look it up. What it will say, it's 100 plus countries uh, agreed to return to the U.S. I mean, to leave the USD and return to the gold standard. So when all those countries left, what you see now is all exporting nations have left the USD and returned to the gold standard behind the scenes, such that the only countries that are using the United States dollar for trade is in the United States, parts of Canada, and Mexico. And when you see that happen, then you know that along with inflation and all this quantitative easing that happened during the you-know-what that shut down the whole world, the, the, the value of the dollar decreased. And coming from a, a little economic background, because of my son is an economist and I studied economy economics a little bit, is that when the value of the dollar decreases, precious metals or the value of precious metals increase. So when I saw all this happening with the, all these nations leaving the USD, and you can even look it up and I'll give you some articles if you desire. When you saw that happening, you knew that we were on the gold standard. Then countries start repatriating their gold back from the Vatican to themselves, back from the queen to themselves. Country, I mean, banks started getting gold. Then you have Basel III that classified gold as a tier one asset. All these things that occurred under number 45 was an indication that my darlings, we have returned to the gold standard. And if you don't know that yet or believe it or understand it or overstand it, then ask yourselves why 12 states in America have already legalized uh, precious metals or made precious metals legal tender. So that's my, my long answer for how I can, I, I know and understand and overstand that we have returned to the gold standard. And even before this time right now, if you remember under 45, I think it was in 2018, you had house resolution, uh, 5404 that was introduced as a bill 
that, that would define the dollar as a fixed weight in gold. Then on October the 6th, the same man, Representative Alex Mooney or Alexandra Mooney from West Virginia, who is a Republican, it's reintroduced this bill. But instead of House Resolution 5404, it's now House Resolution 9157 to define gold. Um, define the dollar as a fixed weight in gold. So when you see all these things, see, when you come from a, a biblical background, it says you, you have to go line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, and gather all the information and put it all together to get a complete picture. This is how I knew or came to be assured that we are on the gold standard. Thank you for letting me get all that out. <laughs> The article that's up on the screen, um, just in case anybody wants these links to follow, I'll put that in this description later. But you can see this is Mooney.house.gov. Mm-hmm. Okay, the congressman, as she said, from Western Virginia introduced the Gold Restoration Act and on October 10th. So that was recent. And then look at what he said down here. Oh, man, I just lost it. Uh, Why are you looking for it? Can I tell you that it's interesting sure. that his name is Mooney? Which is really money with an extra O. I just think I, I look at things <laughs> like that, you know. know it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything's in divine order, and nothing is being wasted. Every everything <laughs> is in its place. Yeah, nothing is being wasted. Yes. Oh man. Okay. So it says the the Gold Restoration Act also makes several findings as to the harm the Federal mm-hmm. Reserve has inflicted on everyday Americans. Wow. Particularly since President Nixon. Um, temporarily suspended gold backing rights in, in 1971. So this this is powerful. And these are things that fly under the radar, but it's actually a big deal. And I'm I'm so glad you mentioned that. Also, um, you mentioned that that uh that the countries were you know calling for their gold to get it back from the Vatican. I'm glad you said that because there's no more gold at Fort Knox, right? right. That's where you're supposed to be keeping it. It's not there. They they've been little events occurring over time. With that money that I'm well, gold, you know, precious metals have been getting taken out of there, moved to different places. So yeah, that's powerful. And um another thing that you said too, that I just want to share something from you. You said that the republic is actually it actually um belongs to the Moors, or at least it used to, maybe before um our nation fell. It just in case that sounds incredible to anyone, um my wife and I were at the um, George Washington Masonic Memorial just a few days ago in D.C., mm-hmm. right? And it's still a lodge, but they have a museum in there. And on like the fourth or fifth floor, they have this old painting showing the inauguration of Washington. Now, wow. this just, you know, it, it goes right over everyone's head. You see it and you keep walking. But if you really pay attention, right, everybody's celebrating the, mm-hmm. the first president of the union. This is Washington on the boat. Wow. Okay. Wow. You look down here, there's a little, um, I would say Asiatic. This is a little um, indigenous family with the little baby, right? They're all looking up. They're not, no one's looking at Washington though. Everyone is looking over here. If you look, their eyes are looking to the, I guess you could say to the left, mm-hmm. right? What is everyone looking at? There's a welcome sign up here. Okay. And I'm so sorry. This is not really a good picture. I took some pictures of it too, but you know, they didn't come out that well. But um, what you actually see, okay, this this was the Liberty Cap. 
You can't see it that well in this picture, unfortunately, but this thing is red. The Liberty Cap, you'll see that on the seals for various nations. Um, I think it's on Haiti's flag, right? On their seal. It's on, um, I think, Venezuela and several other countries in the Americas. The Liberty Cap is a fez. Okay, so you have the Liberty Cap right here, and then you have the welcome sign under it. You have the early um, U.S. colonial flag, stars and stripes. But then right here, you had an all red flag that has like you could barely see it, but the little white box with the um, pine tree. Okay, and um, for those who know who Moorish Americans are and the Moorish Science Temple of America, we fly the flags in reverse. The U.S. flag is where this Moorish flag is. The U.S. flag is in a superior position and our Moorish flag is over here because that's the reality of the situation. We fell. We're reestablishing our nation. But as you can see in this picture, we were welcoming them into our nation and allowing them to have their um, colonies and to set up their nation. They were being welcomed in. And that's why they flew the two flags together. And that's also why their flag was in was not in the superior position which for the viewer that would be on our left, right? So um, what you're seeing happening right now with the rise of the Moors, the Moorish Americans now coming back into realization of who they are, we fly them in reverse. So we'll have our flag in this position and the U.S. flag will be over there because they're in power, you know? And not saying that we're not Americans, we are. It's just we're coming back into our nation. So that's what's happening. That's one of the things that's happening I guess you could say kind of behind the scenes. A lot, a lot of these things that happen just fly under the radar, but yes. it's also happening right in our face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm so glad you shared that. You you just dropped a lot, <laughs> you know, just really dropped a lot. Um, do you think people should have physical gold and silver like in their hands? Because I asked that because there's some, I guess, companies that are selling like cards and oh, maybe yeah. supposed to like represent gold. I don't even know how it works. <laughs> um, we, we have bars. So I, don't, I don't know. But do you think people should have like physical gold or silver? If you don't hold it, you don't own it. So, yes, I believe or I know you should have physical gold and silver in your hand because silver and gold, they are a hedge against inflation. And it's a way for you to take the fiat dollars that you have and even the savings, which isn't earning any interest or very little interest and put it over into silver and gold because silver and gold maintain their value and also actually increase in value. So have it in your possession, because again, if you don't hold it, you do not own it. For example, if you have money in the bank, yes, have money in the bank or currency in the bank to pay your bills. But if the, if the bank ever has to, if they ever get in trouble, and they have to bail themselves out, they will do a bail in. There's probably not going to be a whole bunch of uh, bailouts where the government bails out banks like they did in 2008. So they'll do a bail in and take your fee out and get themselves out of trouble because you've handed it over to them. So it's kind of your money, but 90% of the, what they say, 90% where the possession is 90% of the law or something, nine tenths of the law. Have it in your possession because you can store the value of your wealth in the precious metals and because it actually heals you, which is one reason I believe they took it away from us. You have silver receptors in your brain and scientists have found a way to even use silver to cure brain diseases and amoeba eating, brain amoeba eating 
things in your in your brain. They use silver. You could put silver on your chest or on your body or wear it as jewelry or whatever because it actually increases your mood. It raises your vibrations. It heals your body. It kills the V word upon contact. The thing we just went up, went the CV. All of those ailments upon contact. You can drink colloidal silver, colloidal gold, monoatomic gold. It just drinking it, eating it, or having it on your possession. Not only is a good store of wealth, but it heals you and it cures you. And it, it cleanses your what people call third eye chakra or first eye chakra. And it also um, raises, like I said, raises your vibration. So have it in your possession, family, um, because it does more than just store value. And it's, it's more than just being able to use it for money. It's something that resonates with us as being the indigenous people on the planet. And as a gentleman from Better Cruz said to me today, we, he did an interview with me. He said, you all, they everybody knows who we are. You all, the indigenous people, are the representatives of God. And so if God gave you all, the creator gave you all silver and gold, it makes sense for you all to hold it in your possession. Thank you for sharing that. Um, there's a question in here from the chat uh somebody just asked a question saying how do we get in at how do we uh as the public or private how do we um hold gold like how do we purchase gold or what what would you advise well the first thing i would advise you to do is to go to your local coin shop so look up coin companies or coin shop in my city for example i'm in jacksonville so what i jacksonville florida so i typed in gold coin shops in my city, uh, or you can look up numismatics, N-U-M-I-S-M-A-T-I-C-S, I think, numismatics in my city and go to your coin shop because uh, make sure that the, they have their coins are 0.999 purity. That's complete, pure silver or gold. The reason why you want to shop locally first is because the premiums are usually less expensive than when you shop online. So you have a market value or a spot value. The spot value for silver right now is probably about $19, $20 per ounce. But the premium, which is the cost that they put above the spot value for doing business with them, sometimes is large, but it'll be a lesser amount from your local coin shop. If they don't have the silver they don't have a 0.999 pure silver or gold. You can get um, you can get sterling silver because that's 92% silver. You can get um, um, junk silver or constitutional silver, which looks like this because it is 90% silver. Um, and if they don't have ounces, or or you might you want 100 ounce a regular a 10 ounce, five ounce, one ounce bar, get half ounce, get a quarter of an ounce, get an eighth, whatever you can get, get it in your possession from that local company. If they don't have gold or if gold is not in your budget, then you can get gold aurum notes, A-U-R-U-M, which you can get them for as little as $6.95 for one note. It is real, 24 karat gold, Pressed on a note. I don't have it here with me. I do have some. Pressed on a note. And it's 24 karat of gold. 
So get that from your local company. If that's not in your budget, you have a computer, a cell phone, a catalytic converter, which has palladium and platinum and silver in it. You have a refrigerator, a stove, a washer, a dryer, a dishwasher. All of those things have silver in it. That's why they're always trying to get you to sell it, pull it, throw it at us, whatever. Just give it to us and we'll give you fiat currency in exchange. If if that doesn't, you know, you'll have that. But another way you can get your silver and gold is to go to people have Quicksilver, uh, AppMax, go online and, and look up um, online precious metals companies, uh, gold, silver, gold, bullion, money, metals, Great American Coin Company, JD Bullion, SD Bullion. I've, I've shot from all of them. But the one that I found is the best. And yes, you know, I do have a relationship with them is um, Miles Franklin. Andy Sheckman is the CEO of Miles Franklin. He's been doing business with them for 30 years. He has an A plus rating with that company. I mean, he has an A plus, he and his company has an A plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. And he guarantees the best prices in the industry. So you can email him info at milesfranklin.com or Andy at milesfranklin.com. You can tell him that Dr. Kia Pruitt recommended you and he guarantees the best prices. Now, the thing about me, brother, is I'm going to research. I'm not going to just take people at their word. So what I found is the way he's able to get the best prices is because he took over his father's business. Talk about generational wealth. Um, he took over his father's business and they have great relationships with all the wholesalers. So, um, so uh, he can guarantee the best prices and he runs specials. So while everybody else had premiums that were like six, seven, eight, nine, ten dollars above spot price, I was able to get silver from Miles Franklin at only three dollars and fifty cent above spot prices. So, you know, I wasn't spending $10 above spot price. <laughs> so that's why I recommend you shop locally first, but online. Make sure you do your due diligence and research. But what I found from my research is Miles Franklin has the best prices in the industry. And he has said, if you find better prices than what I offer, then call me and let me know or email me and I'll do something about it. So you email him at info at milesfranklin or andy at milesfranklin.com. He will send you a list of his inventory and the prices and the specials. If you let him know that Dr. Kia Pruitt recommended you, then he will make ensure because he has an allegiance to me and my audience. I was able to meet him a few years ago and uh, we just developed a relationship and he loves the work that we're doing and he respects the more. So I, I got to give him his props for that. Gratitude and thanks for sharing like methods that you've actually used. I mean, we've gotten like gotten um, precious metals locally, yes. and then also we've used that website. I think this is this the company that you said um, was working with Trump AppMex. Well, they're the ones who who leased. Yes, AppMex is the one who leased his uh, building in in exchange for three bars of gold. Yes. Okay, so yeah, that's another one that I can vouch for because I've actually got yeah. you know and i received it physically so people you know people are wary about this stuff but you're sharing you know you know results that you've, you've actually gotten physical results from it so that's good too and maybe yeah. we could put those links too in the um in the description later for everybody that's um interested um now the sister also had a question 
No, um, it's more of a comment. Um, I was just gonna say, you know, it's important for our brothers and sisters, um, valid, you know, legit places because there are so many scams out there, and we did yeah. notice a big boom. You know, from early 2000s when we moved out of seas to Brazil and when we came back um, closer to 2013, I've seen so much marketing, especially towards our people to sell our gold and silver, to sell it, you know, and times get harder. And for some reason, you know, in our communities, our people have gold. We got chains, rings, you know, stuff that's passed down. Like we, yeah. we're as a people, we keep gold, you know. Um, and you know, as times got hard, I've seen a lot of people buying into that marketing strategy and selling their gold to these these companies. Yeah. I do know they were using them to make these cell phones and, like you said, you know, other appliances. But mm -hmm. now we can see the bigger picture, you know. Yeah. Of what's really going on and it's, it's been brewing for for years yes so definitely gratitude for sharing this information because we are in the aquarian age and it is time yeah. for our people to wake up and for our people to see you know what's happening do your research and um rise you know ride this wave it's beautiful time to be alive and we are here to thrive and with this type of information this is how we come out from underneath those rocks that they try to keep us under. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking about us being the Moors, I think it was Bix Weir. He has a channel called uh, Road to Ruta. Uh, R-O-A-D-2, Ruta, R-O-O-T-A. And he talks about the Federal Reserve being done away with and how we're returning to RoadToRuta.com or Road to Ruta on YouTube. And he said that the Grand Canyon um, has gold stored, in it. gold stored in it, billions and billions of tons. And as you all, I'm sure you probably knew this way before I did, I came to understand and overstand that Egypt and Israel are actually here in America. Uh, so it makes sense that there are tons and tons of gold over there in, um, in the Grand Canyon, which is why they don't allow people to hike in certain areas, because not only do they have gold there, they have our artifacts there um, that, that lets you know that we are the Moors. They have, uh, what do you call, pyramids there. And so he says, Bix Weir says that that is the reason why the Federal Reserve was really created, because when you printed money, according to the Constitution or whatever you, you or our laws, you had to have it backed by gold. Well, they didn't want everybody to know about all that gold, our gold that was in the Grand Canyon that our ancestors left for us. All praises be to the most high. And so what they did was they started uh, they implemented fiat paper dollars and took us off the gold standard. That's one of the reasons that we were taken off the gold standard and they kept it hidden from the public. How much gold was there, that there was even gold there, that there were pyramids, artifacts, tombs and all that stuff. Well, number 45, then um, he told them he needed an inventory of all the gold that was in there. And he's the only president that has done that. So Bix Weir talked a little bit about that. And that was another thing that, kind of allowed me to put the connection together 
that we're returning to the gold standard, that the gold is, you know, that's a part of our inheritance and our ancestors left it for us to use. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And I like how um, you broke that down perfectly because um, we used to live in Memphis and, you know, in our studies, we see that the West, the Western world and the Eastern world are mirror images. Yes. So they're mirror images of each other. They're exact reflections. And a lot of people, you know, that's why we say travel, go and see things for yourself. It is so important to, to travel and to experience because you will see our people here, there and everywhere. And, you know, the, even the names of some of the cities and towns when you're traveling throughout the United States, it's the names from over there, yeah. you know, out east. <laughs> and yeah. so we do know that the lands were one at one point. And then with the continental drift, they drifted apart, but it's still, you know, like if you fold it over, you know, the Mississippi is the Nile and all the pyramids, we have more pyramids over here than they do over there. Mm -hmm. And um, and like you said, it is ancient. Yes. And so we are definitely a worldwide civilization. And yes, the artifacts, they're real, they're not made up. They, you know, they try to they try to date our stuff, but our stuff is way older than they could even perceive. Absolutely. You know. So yes, this is very much needed information, sister. And if I could add one thing to that, just with what you're both saying, um, this is what's on the screen. If people can see that, that's from this book, um, um, Ancient, um, excuse me, Ancient Oriental Masonry by uh, R. Swinburne Clymer. Okay, and it's speaking about um, the mystical um, Masonic view of America. And in here, um, if you can see what's highlighted, it says. We are not indebted to either ancient Egypt for either religion or masonry, but to America. And then um, just go down to the next paragraph. It says, but at that time, Egypt and the continent of America were one and the same. Mm. And um, in America, rediscovered in the 15th century and repopulated in the 17th, was recovered Egypt and the promised land or the land of the constellation of the eagle. And um, I wanted to share one other thing, too, just, just to add some more context to what's being discussed so that this doesn't sound like it's out there, right? Um, now, the object is on the screen now. Okay, this is um, something that um, we have an amateur historian, anthropologist from uh, Austria named Klaus Donner. He did some research. They found this pyramid that's like 13 inches high made out of stone. Right. And um, it glows under a black light and it has that eye of um, Providence or the eye of Horus. Right. Whatever people want to call that at the top in the capstone of the pyramid. It's got 13 steps. And it's just like the one on the U.S. dollar. Wow. That's not a coincidence. Wow. So when you look at it under the blue light, it glows and, and it has an, a language on the bottom of the pyramid. It's actually been found all over the world and they were able to find someone who could translate it. And that person was from Mauritania, which is in North Africa. 
the Mauritania basically means land of the Moors. Okay. Mm -hmm. And those same people, they have stories of the floods and things that created the, the separation of the continents. Okay. But this is important because this was found here in, well, not here, but in Ecuador, which is in South America. And that's not, it's not a coincidence that this is a 13 step pyramid with the eye and the capstone, just like the one on the dollar, right? This is our seal because as the sister said, uh, Dr. Pruitt, this is our land. We are the Moors. And we're not saying this to dis, um, to, to not include anyone else, right? It's, it's not about that, but it's time for the truth to come out. That's also why this was shared um, a little bit earlier about that painting that's in the Masonic Museum showing the inauguration of Washington. You know, we, we're not getting the full context on this picture. Why are these indigenous people here? Why is everyone looking up at the welcome sign? And I'm sorry, this isn't a good picture because that's that Liberty cap, that's a fez. It's a fez, it says welcome under, you have the Moorish flag in a superior position and the new colonial US flag over here on the right. Wow. So they were being welcomed into our nation. And this is very real, you know. And the only um, thing is we we don't know. Or yeah. Most of us don't know. But we're coming back into this understanding. And all of this is coinciding with everything that's going on. So nothing is happening by accident. And um, once again, it's been it's been great having you on here. Um, do we have time for more questions? I have time. Okay, so... Um, You've also spoken about the Nasara and Jasara. Yeah. Can you explain what, what that is for people? I've been personally, I've been hearing about it for a long time. Okay. Okay. Uh, first, I want to say that uh, the United the United Nations declared us African-Americans or Black Americans as the oldest indigenous people on the planet. I just wanted to get that out while we're talking about us being Moors. And when you look at the 1828 Webster's definition of American, it'll say the copper colored people found here by Christopher Columbus, but now applied to Europeans. <laughs> um, so we are the indigenous people here. What got me though to to what got me to this a fuller understanding of how everything comes together. And this, this has something to do with the Moors is that the Washita Empress or somebody who calls herself the Washita Empress, uh, Empress Verdiasi Gaston L. Turner Bay or Tunica Bay actually took the United States corporation to court, to a, a world court, a tribunal court, and told them you must give us our land back and that you owe my people, the indigenous so-called black American people here, 85 quadrillion dollars. Well, this occurred around the eighties or nineties. I think it was the early nineties, maybe late eighties. When that happened, she took the Louisiana uh, information. She took the allodial title to the land. They weren't expecting her to do that. And she said, I'm charging the uh, United States Incorporated for crimes against my people. This wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a Louisiana pur purchase. It was a Louisiana theft. You owe my people for stealing our land, for enslaving our people. And it was actually determined then that we were the oldest indigenous people of the planet. And she won her case, 85, $85 dollars to her people. But it was said that it will occur that we would get our money back or our land, maybe even our land back. Thank you, ancestors. But what belonged to us once we return to the gold standard and once the republic is restored. 
at the same time, the farmers, and a lot of them were looked like us, took the United States Corporation to court and said, uh, you all have forced us to have uh, seeds that are not organic and natural. You forced us to take loans. And if we didn't plant what you wanted us to plant or raise the cattle that you decided that we should raise, then you would um, exact usury or have high interest rates and this is unlawful. And some, some of these farmers ended up missing and eliminated if they didn't follow the procedure. So what happened was the United States, I mean, this world court found the Federal Reserve, United States Corporation, and all their connected entities guilty of not only offending the farmers, many of whom look like us, but also offending the indigenous people. And all praises be to Empress Verdiasti Gostin El Tunica Bay for even going before them and saying, I need my money back for my people and our land. So all this was happening at the same time. And it was supposed to come into fruition that the farmers would be paid and the indigenous people were to be paid once the republic is restored. Well, the farmers' claims, along with her, her claim, led to the court, World Tribunal Court, saying that not only did the United States Corporation enslave, they had exacted usury or interest and enslaved the entire planet. Not only had they mistreated the farmers, which is the backbone of this nation, but they had mistreated everybody by creating birth certificates and circulating those birth making turning those birth certificates into bonds circulating them on a on a new york stock exchange making money for themselves and creating a trust for us all but stealing from us at the same time and uh you had entities that were connected to united states corporation trading under our social security numbers to enrich themselves so if you look up gmeiutility.org search and you put in your social security number with the dashes, you will see a list of all the entities and all the corporations and countries that are trading under your social security number. Right now, I have 35,000 entities trading under my social security number right now. You will see that all of this that was going on came out in those courts. So they said, when the Republic is returned and, um, and, um, and, and when we return to constitutional law, the farmers will be paid out and so will the indigenous people and people all across the planet who have been enslaved. So that came to be known as the National Economic Security and Reformation Act. The global version of that is JUSERA or the Global Economic Security and Reformation Act. That is something that was supposed to be ejected or, or become our reality, I say that, and it will be announced once the Republic is restored. So what happened once the, the farmers took the court, them to court, the, the corporation, the court, U.S. corporation, the court, the Washington Empress took them to court and some other entities, but those were the main two that led to uh, people in high places, uh, some of our ancient dynasties, the Moors and other ancient dynasties uh, Indian dynasties, Eastern, our sister was talking about how the West mirrors, the East mirrors the West. Some of your Eastern dynasties, your, your dragon families, that's what it, the Asian families, all, all of them got, to, many of them got together and said, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to create something called 
uh, what we call the Nasara White Knights. And that just means these people in different places from different dynasties, along with the white hats of the military, which is a benevolent faction of our military here, who is called the Grand Army of the Republic. And if you all follow Grand Sheik Taj Tariq Bey, he talks to you about how the Pope wrote a letter in 2015 to President number 44 and said, our time is up. We need to cease and desist. The United States Corporation is up. Everything is failing. All the three-letter organizations connected to this organization, to the um, U.S. Incorporated, must cease and desist. And if we don't do it, even attorneys and judges, everything connected to the bar and the British Accredited Registry and the Queen, and everything that was created has to cease and desist, or you will have the Grand Army of the Republic to come and take them down. Family, that's what we see happening now. And President number 45 was chosen to lead that charge. So what is the National Economic Security and Reformation Act or the Global Economic Security Reformation Act? It is an act that was a bill that was signed into law under number 40. Who, who was uh, who was the one that came? Who was the first black president? I don't know if we can say his name. C-L-I. <laughs> what number was it? Yeah. Yeah, maybe he was 42. Okay, so at gunpoint, the Grand Army of the Republic forced him to sign the Nassara bill into law to make it law so that when our republic is restored and those entities are taken down, we will return to the gold standard, have all those three-letter organizations mm -hmm. that you all know about taken down. Um, it would eject trillions of dollars into the economy so that each person will receive uh, a certain amount, kind of, kind of like the, um, I don't know what they call it. What's a UBI? I can't remember what you call it, UBI. But it's a certain amount that everybody gets per month. Oh, that base universal basic income. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So we're supposed to get like tens of thousands of dollars put into our quantum account. Quantum is the new financial system. Will be called quantum quantum financial system. Each so. Each, we each all over the planet will receive money into our quantum accounts. Uh, we go back to the gold standard. They will reduce the work hours. They will uh, bring back on all of the, the technologies that will heal us, that was granted to us by the Galactic Federation or the beings that are in other entities that have come to help us to liberate the planet. So med beds whereby we can get in a bed, it will detect all the ailments in our bodies and then cure us from all the ailments. And that is a precursor to us actually being able to go through a light chamber and our bodies will become crystalline so that we can live thousands of years like we used to or even reverse in age. So Nasara Jasara is something to eject, again, trillions of dollars into the economy for the infrastructure, for cleaning the water, for uh, building new roads, and also to give us each money into our accounts for, it's kind of like compensation for being enslaved and compensation for the nefarious acts of the banking system and compensation for them stealing our trust. So you would get that money in your account for 11 years. It will go into a non-interest bearing account um, and it's for 11 years. So it's not going to last forever. So you have to use that money very wisely. And it's connected to an account that only you can identify, that only you can um, have access to. 
and your spending will be monitored because they want to ensure there's no drugs, no trafficking, none of that nefarious stuff that occurred under the NWO. Uh, we will be monitored by our galactic family or what you might call them angels and ancestors. Uh, so this is what Nassara Jassara is all about. And if I miss anything, you can, you know, you can see, look under my Nassara videos um, on my channel. But that's basically what it is to do to liberate us. We're supposed to go to world peace. Remember, the scriptures talk about having uh, Satan put in chain or bound in chains for a thousand years. And we will have a thousand years of peace. So all the countries have agreed behind the scenes to have world peace. And you saw that under 45, which is why he went to North Korea, which is why he went to other countries that people had never gone to before to actually seal the deal under Nasara Jasara. So you have a whole list of beautiful, wonderful, amazing things that will occur under Nasara that will, in summary, restore our our. Um, our abundance, our prosperity, and our freedom and sovereignty. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing. Um, I just want to say something too, just in case any of this sounds like it's too incredible. You can't believe this, you know, something that good would happen. Look at what's occurring. Mm -hmm. And just um, I mean, look at what this congressman put um up, this bill that he introduced about the Gold Restoration Act. And then once again, look at the wording of it. It makes several findings as to the harm the Federal Reserve has inflicted on everyday Americans. Mm. And that this has been ongoing, right? 1971. Okay, so this has been going on for a long time. And that's just one bill. Um, one thing that we could do to be responsible, you can we can all contact our representatives, right? Congressmen and senators, and you know, let it be heard that you know, why aren't you supporting this bill? You know, and and let your voice be heard because we want to be proactive. And, you know, for anyone out there that doesn't think you need to interact with your state government, you live in the state, regardless of what you think. Like we all need to, you know, to put put pressure on the local representatives because, um, you know, whether you like it or not, they represent you, even if you didn't, you know, co-sign on that. Or So I, I advise everyone to put pressure on them to um, to push this through. And that's just one thing, but several things are being done that, that fly under the radar once again that show that something is occurring, mm -hmm. change is occurring. And just because it's not being talked about in the media, right, everything they give us in the media is, you know, dumbed down and it's made to keep us at vibrating at a low level and not even paying attention to these things that are happening. This is being worded like it's, it's set up to help liberate people. It's very powerful. So I just I just wanted to share that, you know, and for everybody out there, you know, to take action. OK, don't let these things happen. Um, um, put pressure on your local uh, representatives, especially at the state level to, um, you know, well, to at least get that um, bug out there that the people in their area are aware of what's going on. OK, um, I wanted to ask you another question, too. And thank you for explaining, though, about Nassara and Jassara. I think you explained that um beautifully so one other question though i wanted to ask is how do you think the merging between the federal reserve and the u.s department of treasury will affect us 
Well, I think eventually they're going to completely do away with the Federal Reserve. And that was one of the stipulations of NASARA, that they have to do away with it because it's a corporate corporate entity. It's a corporation. It's not federal. It's not connected to the republic. So they merged the duties as a precursor to completely annihilate it. And, and so along with that, um, the Federal Reserve is the IRS. Both of those entities under Nassara Jassara have to be dismantled. So again, merging the duties of both of, of both the IRS and the Federal Reserve in the United States Treasury Department affects us because it's in alignment with the Constitution, our Constitution for the United States of America, to only ensure that the U.S. Treasury Department deals with monetary issues. And another thing about Nassara Jassara is that we won't have any more taxes. So it has to do away with the IRS. There will be no more taxes except for you have some taxes on big ticket items. So we're all about to become wealthy and we're going to buy things. So those big ticket items will be, there'll be a small tax put on those, but no more income tax because that's unlawful. That's that's wonderful. And, um, you know, it none of that sounds incredible to me, but I know just growing up here, I was born here. I wasn't born in Brazil. We went there, lived there for like five years and came back. But living there in this so-called third world country, they have free health care mm. just across the board. And that sounds so like incredible to us, like it can't be done. And like you said, you know, um, it's it's just, you know, it, it's it's not hard to believe it's the way that it's supposed to be um the prophet noble drew ali let us know that all of the gold and precious metals everything belongs to the people mm. the people of the nation yes right the wealth of the country belongs to the people and so things have been so corrupted you know it's, it's we can't even imagine you know what you're saying and and that's why um excuse the language on this um twitter post but these are the words of rothschild you see he's got the blue check right Yes. That's David Rothschild, and he's cursing um, at the time President Trump out, mm. right? 2018. Mm. And why was he mad? Because Trump is was moving actively <laughs> to shut down the Federal Reserve, mm. and they were so scared, you mm. know? And I'm surprised that that tweet is even still up. Down. That's that's crazy. But, mm. um, you know, just once again, just going back to this, they're so scared of what is happening. And it's, it's almost unstoppable now. And now so many people are waking up to the reality that there's nothing that can really be done. You know, they can try to censor it, but it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. Um, yeah. And um, if I could ask another question, um, how longer do you, just in your opinion, how longer do you think the U.S. dollar will remain the world reserve country? Not long at all, because uh, one of the things that I was told by so my mentor is somebody who is part of the farmer's claim that led to Nasara. And so what he told me was that there will be a stock market crash. Uh, and we can see that occurring slowly right now. And there are even economists are saying there's about to be a market crash. So once that happens, then I think that it, we will be extremely close to us returning to the gold standard and the dollar just being completely obliterated. Uh, some people say by 2023, I, I, I feel it happening very, very soon. Of course, I don't know dates, but I can tell you that with the dollar, you know, with all countries leaving the dollar, that's a key that we're, we must be very close. We must be 
extremely close. I, that's all I can say because I don't have dates. Um, but, you know, we are in the, what they call the Hebrews call Shemaitai. And, you know, they say we are the original Hebrews. The Shemaitai is a period where you are supposed to let all your debts, all the people who are indebted to you go free. Shemaitai means release, uh, to let go. So when the children of Israel, which is us, came out, so-called came to the promised land, wherever, I don't know where that is in our time, uh, they were instructed to count seven years. And on the seventh year, they were supposed to release the people. And they were supposed to free people, let the slaves go, let all debtors go. So debt relief and debt jubilee is a part of our history. Well, what the nefarious people in power did is every Shemata year, and we're in a seventh year right now, another, another Shemata year. You can look that up too. This is a Shemata year. Um, historically, what the people in power have done is crash the markets. You can look up how the Shemata relates to stock market crash. It happened, the 1929 crash happened during the Shemata or the seventh year period. Uh, and if you look in our time, and, and seven years after, all the way from Hebrew biblical times, all the way up to now, and our look at um, 2001, there was a crash. Two, seven years later, 2008 was the Great Recession. There was a stock market crash. Seven, I mean, yeah, seven years later was 2015. There was a big crash. Seven years later, during the Shemaitai is 2022. There will be a big stock market crash. But the difference between this and our era and our lifetime, all praises to the most high that we are even, we came here to experience this, is that along with a stock market crash will be a complete jubilee of, of liberating of debts, liberating of the people. Oh, that's another thing under Nassar, Jassar, that's supposed to happen. All your debts are, will be wiped away. All your student loans, your mortgages, your car loans, your bank loans, your credit card loans, they will all be resolved and, and considered paid in full. And as a matter of fact, I've had many people, some people in my family and many people on my channel and different social media platforms that have gotten letters in the mail that says, you no longer owe this credit card debt. Uh, your mortgage is paid in full. Your automobile is paid in full. So they're doing it out. It's rolling out little by little. That that jubilee is something that that is a part of our culture. So we're in that Shemaitai period, which is usually around Rosh Hashanah, which was September the twenty fifth. We're right. So we're it's you start so in September October. Throughout history, during the Shemaitai year, you always saw a stock market crash. So what I was told was when, once you see that stock market crash, and now I see that I do my studies, I know it happens and practiced in the Hebrew religion or tradition. I know that during the stock market crash, it's supposed to be a debt jubilee. So when that happens, I was told then that is a that is um, an indication that we're about to return officially to the gold standard. So I think we are very, very close family. Um, and, and, and let me tell you another reason why I think we're very close, because C-O-R-O-N-A, that word that was connected to the CV that we just experienced in 2020 that shut down the world, is a banking term that actually means crown, okay? Crown as in gold, as in crown chakra. 
as in elevating your highest self or Chris, Christ consciousness as in elevating or arising to a higher state of being. So we are returning to the that era, C-R-O-N-A, the crown era and the golden era. So that was coded language. They weren't supposed to call it that. And eventually they changed it from C-O-R-O-N-A to be called um, the CV. But it was a banking term and it was them speaking in codes that we are about to return to the gold standard. So behind the scenes, what was happening while we were all in, 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 in our houses and everything was shut down was mass arrest, uh, getting rid of, rid of those things that happened underground us, D-U- MBS is that short, short term for that of all the different nefarious activities that were going on underneath in those underground cities. Those tunnels were being cleaned out. That's why you saw the national, uh, what you call it, National Guard on the ground, because the National Guard was supposed to keep everybody in because they knew that the deep state or the nefarious beings were going to um, try to get back or retaliate against the Grand Army of the Republic and number 45, who was chosen to lead that, he knew they knew that they were going to retaliate against we the people, which is why we had curfew. So it's interesting because I knew that and I was reporting that we're about to have a big black swan event. Something's going to happen. You know, you could I could show you an article that I actually uh, somebody took it from my Facebook page in March of 2020 because I had been saying this for a few years and they started publishing it and it kind of went viral. And I said, something's about to happen. The world's going to be shut down. National Guard will be under underground. 45 is going to step down because the deep because he's the president of a corporation and he's going to step down because the captain of the ship always stepped down. I didn't really know the enormity of that. So that black swan event, I didn't know it was going to be the CV that would shut down the world. I just know what the creator told me, the messages and visions I got and what my um, mentors told me. So what you saw was that occurring, the people in power taking the, the, the benevolent faction of the federal uh, Galactic Federation of Light or our ancestors coming back and the Grand Army the Republic. Number 45, who's working with Xi of China, who's working with Putin of uh, the Bear of Russia, they were taking down a deep state in each of their countries. And they had to have us close in so that if anybody tried to retaliate, which you saw them retaliate, they can take over. Who retaliated? Antifa, BLM, Until Freedom, and all those led certain things to happen all over the planet. That was S-O-R-O-S and his cronies, which is the third. So you have a pyramid. There's There were three legs of those people in power. Your Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. You had the Soros, that foundation, S-O-R-O-S. And then the, the, this was the Saudi princes. So these people uh, were, the S-O-R-O-S's foundation was actually funding these corporations or entities that pretend like they care about us indigenous people, but the BLM is actually connected to Act Blue, which is a company that actually funded the left and their political party. What they did is they got all these people together and they had them to use us, the indigenous people, to destroy our communities. And that was their retaliation for them taking down the deep state. Um, but so that word deals with us returning to the golden era, 
crown, C-O-R-O-N-A, as a golden era, going back to the gold standard, raising in consciousness, raising your vibrations, the restoration of the indigenous people, the restoration of our dynasties. And also under Nasara, our treaties are to be honored and our people will be well known. We are only people that don't know who we are is us well known. And we will be able to have our own ID cards and to operate as our own entity. All that is stipulated, not only in the Sarah but it is stipulated in that, that letter that uh, Pope Francis sent to Obama in 2012, I think it's called, called Motu Proprio. He said that the African-Americans are the indigenous people on this planet and they were enslaved to pay off the debt that the United States Corporation owed. So he said that even in that letter that we will be restored and returned. So back to the question, what do I think this is going to happen? I think it's going to happen very soon, definitely in our lifetime. And I'm looking forward to happen this year. And what we were told, what my mentors who are part of the farmer's claims told me was that there's going to be an emergency broadcast system announcement. And that announcement it, which is a presidential announcement and it's his way of communicating with us to get around mainstream media or lamestream media or fake news as he number 45 called it uh and they will make a, an a official announcement and will get out to all of us on our phones on our computers yes i hope it is be, i think it is be, before 2023 um and and um Make an announcement of what has been going on behind the scenes and that our republic is restored and po possibly they'll make an announcement that the gold standard has been returned. But if you're looking at all the things that you and I have been talking about, we've already returned. And like I said, 12 states have already made gold and silver legal tender. So I, I see it happening within this year or next year. And let me I'll end with this. In October of 2018, at exactly 2.18 p.m., under number 45, there was an EBS testing that came across the television and all the phones. And we were told ahead of time that would happen. So I was like, we were on our social media telling people it's going to happen. Uh, and it did. So that was a test of the emergency broadcast system announcement. And we were told that this was an indication and it was it was something to let us know for sure that announcement and time would be made that our republic had been returned. And, and so the reason why it happened in 2018 at exactly 2.18 p.m. is because 2 plus 1 plus 8 equals 11. And 11 in numerology is a doorway. It's a portal out, going out, out with the old and in with the new. So we, during our time, will have this emergency broadcast system announcement and it will alert us to what we're going, what's going to happen. Hopefully they will also make that announcement that we have returned to the gold standard. Thank you. Gratitude for sharing and bringing that on to clarity for us. Um, I do just want to add some words uh, from a Moorish Muslim perspective, right? And in the Holy Quran of the Moorish Science Temple of America, first chapter, it says, um, it's speaking about the fall of man, just so this is in proper context. But it says, without a foe, a soldier never knows his strength and thought must be developed by the exercise of strength. And so this carnal nature soon became a foe that man must fight, that he might be the strength of Allah made manifest. And Allah is the creator. So regardless of what you call the creator, we're talking about the creator. But so that we may be the strength of the creator made manifest. 
You know, when, of course, when they're speaking to man, that's talking about all of us, right? Man and woman. So without a foe, a soldier never knows his strength. And I thought about that when you're speaking about the coding of that corona, right? They code everything right in front of us, yeah. you know? So even though when it happens, it's it might be difficult, you know, might be a challenge, but it's only here because we're strong enough to endure. And when we emerge on the other side, we'll be, you know, better for it. And it's, it's, and it's already preordained. The victory is preordained, yes. right? It's like everything is in our favor, right? It, victory is sure, mm-hmm. right? We will emerge redeemed and, and perfected by the things that we suffered on the plane of the flesh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is happening right here and right now. And this wow. is for all the people in the world. So I, I'm, I'm so glad it was great having you on here. Um, <laughs> thank you for for answering these questions and for sharing your views with us. Um, maybe we could do this again. Um, for people watching now, come back later and we'll add more of the links that were discussed in here to the description. Everyone also want to share something too. Make sure that you go and subscribe to Dr. Pruitt's Thank you. YouTube channel. There it is. Okay, you. the link's in the description. Okay, you could just Look her up. Type Dr. Kia Pruitt. Okay, she has several videos on there. Um, make sure you subscribe. Also, go to Amazon. I can tell you that the book is good because we we have we we got it right. Become the person you wish to attract. The links in there too on Amazon. Make sure you go and get that book. You can get the Kindle. You can get the paperback version of it. And um, once again, those links are in the description. So I want to thank you again, sister. This did as as. Uh, Brother said in the chat, the interview was straight fire. Thank you. Uh, and I'm going to put up this video also on my channel. So what should I tell my the people that will be listening on my channel? Where should I to subscribe to? Is it Moors in America? It's your YouTube channel. Yes, the YouTube channel is Moors in America. Um, you can let's see. You should be able to find it just by typing Moors in America. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Looks like it comes up first. So this is it. Moors in America. You can go here and subscribe. And um, we put plenty of videos up. We have a lot of interviews already on there. And we also have a website, moorsinamerica.com. Awesome. Awesome. Anything else they should know about you or how uh, your other uh, social media platforms for you or your family? Um. Well, um, yeah. Let- yeah, we also have a temple for anyone that's here in Central Ohio. We have a temple. Um, you can just go to MoorishAmericans.com. Um, my wife and I are the chair and co-chairman, and um, it's we're located in Columbus, Ohio, but we have members in Dayton, Akron, Cincinnati. So that's MoorishAmericans.com. Awesome. And uh, can you tell your uh, audience, please, I'd like to encourage them to to download the United States debt clock onto their phones or their computer and look up the dollar to silver ratio and the dollar to gold ratio. It will tell you the true value of silver and gold now. So uh, before I know, I know that silver is going for like maybe 19 or $20 an hour, but where does silver going for now? Is it, it should be silver to gold ratio. Do you see it? Um, it looks like right now it's nine eighty per ounce. That's well, no, no, no. That's dollar to silver. 
Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's dollars yeah. to silver. So that so you if you get silver right now at nineteen or twenty dollars an ounce, and the true value is nine hundred and eighty. That is a great return on your investment. And I've seen it go as high as 4,000 an ounce. So they're, they, they're manipulating the markets and the numbers so you don't know the true value. And the true value of gold, although you can only buy, you buy it now for 1,900 an ounce is dollar to gold ratio. What is it? I don't see it. Is actually. Okay, dollar to gold ratio now, mm -hmm. it says 7,222 per ounce. Right. So you buy the 1800 an ounce, it's 1722 right now. But we were told that it's going to go actually between 10,000 and $100,000 an ounce. And they've come up, the economists have come up with a formula. I'm not the only one that's saying that to determine how much gold will revalue to. So listen, people are getting into gold and silver now. As a matter of fact, Andy Shegman of Miles Franklin just told us in July that a billionaire just ordered from him. $50 million worth of silver and gold, 25 million in silver and 25 million in gold. It's getting to the point that some wholesalers do not have product. They have run out of product because rich people are getting into the precious metals company, uh, uh, the precious metals industry, and they're buying silver and gold. And as you all know, as what is it called when you uh, demand, demand as it increases, right? And, and then you only have a certain supply. Now, I know the earth is abundance and it's full, but I'm talking about above the ground silver and gold that they have. The supply is going up so high that people are running out of product and that they're starting to increase the premiums. So family, as much as you can, get into silver and gold. If you don't have it in your budget, it's okay. But get what you can. Get gold arm notes, if nothing else. Get... uh. Uh, silver, sterling silver, constitutional silver, which they call junk silver, that was silver coins that were minted before 1965 or hold on to your appliances because that is your wealth. But you will be okay because we each have a trust set up in our name. And when the Republic is restored, we'll be able to access those trusts. Now, remember, gold is the standard. This is what number 45 said. Gold is the standard, but silver linings are great too. That was his code for you and me that we're moving to the silver and gold standard. And I'll end with that. <laughs> All right. Thank you, sister. Gratitude, sister. It's Gratitude. always wonderful to speak with you and to listen to you have so much knowledge and wisdom. It is Thank truly you. an honor and a blessing to be able to have you on tonight. Thank you so much. We truly appreciate you. Thank and you. Big blessings and abundance on your journey yes, and continue to teach the world yes, who are listening. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you all so much for having me. It's such a great honor and a pleasure. I was looking forward to this with so much enthusiasm and excitement. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Love. The honor is ours. And yeah, it's been amazing having you on here. Yes, sir. I love you all. Love you, All right. Sis. Love you, too. Peace, family. Peace to all the royals. I love you. <laughs> Bye.